approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, what is going on everybody welcome in to the fantasy coaches podcast i'm your host as always guys coach steve guys we have another fun exciting episode for you guys today uh, a little weird that we are pot recording on a tuesday but since it is thanksgiving this weekend we won't really have time to record you guys a later show this week and with black friday and all the other things i will be doing uh it was better off that we get a good episode in today and you know we'll do our best to give you guys the best fantasy advice of course of course with me today is coach john what's going on coach john not much coach steve uh hanging out no i feel like i haven't seen you in almost 24 hours so this is fun this is good yeah this is true yes i'm excited we recorded yesterday our waiver wire show so if you guys have waiver questions Feel free to throw those in too, but we are mostly talking about starts and sits here today, guys. Um, in terms of news, I really didn't have anything too crazy because you know nothing's really going on news-wise just yet. You know, we'll find out about the um, Thursday night people probably tomorrow and see who's playing, who's not. Aaron Jones does have a sprain. More than likely, he is out for this matchup. Something that we kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we're not going to find out till in a couple days about the Thursday or the Sunday games and the Monday game. So we'll do our best to kind of break down as much as possible, but we will give you guys in depth analysis on good matchups, bad matchups and that sort of stuff. So uh, we will get right into it. We have a lot of games. We have all, we've never done all 16 games. So yeah, we got, we got a whole slate. Usually we only, we don't do the Thursday night game usually. So uh, we have every game here. So let's start from the top here. Packers lions question of the game. Is Jaden Jalen Reed a good flex play this week? Yes. Um, I, I think the short answer is yes. I think he is starting to um, emerge as a reliable target. He's getting work in all facets. Um, they did an end around and he, his touchdown was a end around type of play. So they're using him in the backfield. They're using him in misdirection plays. Uh, they are throwing to him. He's one of those guys. He's shifty, pretty electric with the ball in his hands. And I, I don't trust Christian Watson um, really to make big plays anymore. I don't know if I, um, you know, can really put faith in, you know, obviously we don't have Aaron Jones. So, you know, what are they going to do with short yardage pass situations? I, I don't, I, I, that's where I'm trusting Jaden Reed to really step up. So I think this week could be a good Jaden Reed week. Last week, he got the touchdown uh, the week prior, he was getting involved um, all over the field. So, yeah, I, I, it seems like going forward until further notice, um, you can start him as your flex and and hope you get a touchdown. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I think even in a matchup where everyone is no buys, there's nothing to worry about, he is a good flex option still. You know, mm-hmm. yes, you know, he's not going to get 40 yards and a touchdown rushing every single time, but he hasn't always done that. He has been a guy that has gotten 80 yards in two of the last four games. He's someone that Jordan Love relies on in the short game. 
compared to the deep ball because they don't like using him. They don't like using anyone deep because <laughs> Jordan Love can't throw deep that well. Uh, so yeah. a lot of short yardage games here. The Lions are a bad team against wide receivers this year. So it does make a lot of sense that Jaden Reed could be a guy that you might want to have that spark in your flex option for you this week. Some other good options. I think Jordan Love, despite you know some issues he's had, he's a good play. I think the matchup makes sense. Indoors, good game. Sam Laporte is obviously always a good tight end. The star Amron St. Brown is a beast. You start both Lions running backs is a decently good matchup for both these guys here. Uh, Christian Watson, I don't really want to start him. Like the touchdown doesn't give me enough confidence to say, yeah, let me just throw him in my lineup. Uh, for most cases, I really don't want to. Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones is going to be out, and it means AJ Dillon's back at the starting running back spot. But again, Dillon has been very inefficient this year. Kind of stay away from that. Uh, Josh Reynolds, yeah, he hasn't been done in anything in the last like month and a half now this season. Uh, what about Jared Goff? Bad game this past week here. Packers are pretty good against quarterbacks. You know, I mean, Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert went off on them. Uh, how do you feel about Goff? He's good enough in a one QB league. Yeah, I think he's still kind of just always in that back end QB one kind of quarterback nine, 10, 11, 12 in that range. So he's worthy of starting. Um, you know, he's kind of becoming the new Kirk Cousins. Like, you can always start him. He might have a big game, you know, and it's just there's he has flaws, so he will have bad games like we just saw. Um, but I think that this Packers-Lions game, the over-under is set at 46.5. I think this could be a sneaky over game. Uh, normally, Thursday nights, you, I always bet the under. But this, to me, um, has the makings of a, a decent game. I respect it. Uh, what about uh, Romeo Dobbs? Is Romeo Dobbs another flex-worthy play for you? He's been a barrel touchdown machine for the Packers. Sure. Yeah, I, I think Romeo Dobbs is a is a is definitely in play. I mean, if you're willing to flex Jaden Reed, you could obviously flex Romeo Dobbs. He's kind of, um, you know, he's again very touchdown dependent, um, similar to like what we've seen with Cortland Sutton lately. But the touchdowns keep coming, so uh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to I'm willing to start him. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely willing to start him. Absolutely. Um, Jameson Williams, not really. I don't know why I put him in on the line, but, you know, it's just a name. If someone liked what they saw last week, I don't think the targets are there just yet. He's improving, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think he's there yet to consider him in, in a, when everyone is playing. Uh, and Luke Musgrave is a, is a pretty solid tight end that you could play. Uh, again, the Lions haven't been good against tight ends. So. Oh, my dog just barked. Um, the one thing I will say about Luke Musgrave, I will be careful. Uh, he's had back-to-back um, – no practices uh monday monday tuesday so i missed that yeah just 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 they the team is the team says it's questionable whether he's going to play it's a true kind of 50 50 so just just heads up to all all the listeners out there good to know thank you for that all right over to the next game here dallas cowboys washington commanders this is the second thanksgiving game of the weekend here and question the game here john do we trust the washington receivers in this game no Nope. Nope. No, I, I, I don't. Um, you know, I think I, I, I obviously, I, you know, I think that the Washington commanders are going to have to keep up with the Cowboys. They're going to have to throw. So you, you can take the chance with McLaurin. I'm not willing to with Dotson anymore. That's too risky for me, but you can take the chance with McLaurin. Um, but I think with a full slate of teams, nobody on by, you know, you probably have better options out there than Terry McLaurin at this point. Um, right. I think that it could be a, 
a tough day for the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. I, I think the only thing you're banking on is hopefully garbage time production for like McLaren yeah. and Dotson, especially McLaren. Uh, that that's where you're going to go three quarters and say, "Why did I start him?" And then maybe in the fourth, <laughs> things go great where he ends up with a pretty decent game. But yeah, uh, there's yeah. definitely question marks with his game there. I mean, McLaren is an okay flex, but then still very risky. Dotson, I don't really want to trust him. Um, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, you're obviously starting. He's been on fire. Uh, Tony Pollard's doing enough, not a lot, but enough that you can start him in this matchup. CD Lamb, you obviously start. You start Jake Ferguson in terms of tight ends. Dunn's done really well this year. Uh, you know, even in a tough matchup, uh, Brian Robinson has been a fantastic, and yeah. I will continue to let him ride it out as the RB4 on the season. Yeah. I will continue to put him in starting lineups. I feel like he sits at RB4, but like he's like he's no way he's RB4, but you're like, oh, He's RB4 in the season. It's so crazy, but you have to put him in your starting lineup at this point and just hope for the best. Curtis Samuel, uh, he was ejected last game, so I would just sit him in a general sense. I don't really trust the wide receivers in general. What about Brandon Cooks? Is Brandon Cooks more of a good start play, or is it more of a questionable play for you? Still great matchup. Great matchup. Um, you know, still pretty questionable, um, decent flex, obviously, because he does have, he's on a good offense and does have big play ability, but I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to kind of have their way with the commanders, not really need to, um, throw the ball 40 times, 50 times. This week. About the so, Giants last two weeks ago. And <laughs> I know. So I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, that was crazy. And <laughs> that one was like. They were just kicking someone while they were down. So uh, a divisional um, game, they might want to kick their division of foes down. They might, and they might, and and the Cowboys do. The Cowboys are a team that, and this is crazy to say, I think they are a team that definitely understands the moment, and they're on Thanksgiving Day. They're playing. They're gonna want to put up a big number. It could happen. So, like, if you were to ask me, Jaden Reed or Brandon Cooks, like, you know close uh, maybe brandon cooks just because i like the offense better um so he's probably that level of a like a low-end you know wide receiver three flex kind of guy but always brandon cooks perennially a- every year is a threat for a big game so um he's you know flex consideration but i just think if you're a you know if you really are looking at your roster and again no buys no major injuries you could probably pick someone a little bit more consistent. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brandon cooks, he just had 170 yards and a score like two weeks ago. So he obviously can still do it. Yeah, no, I, I trust him as a, as a, as a good flex play this week. The matchup makes a ton of sense here. Thanksgiving game. I expect this to be a higher scoring game for both sides. So I do like Brandon cooks, mm-hmm. uh, Gallup and Tobert. Uh, they're more like deeper league dart throws and hope that maybe one of them hits for a big play. Uh, Logan Thomas, I think John can say that it's, you know, he's a borderline tight end one in this game because obviously the Packers have struggled. uh, Packers, the line, I can't talk today. The Cowboys have struggled against tight ends over the, over their season. So the only position that really has been able to be successful. Uh, What about Sam Howell? Uh, Are you trusting Sam Howell as a QB one this week in a one QB league? I mean, he's like QB four on the QB three on the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting one, right? Because if I don't want to start the wide receivers, then you would think I don't want to start Sam Howell. Like, so, but I do think he uses Logan Thomas and Brian Robinson in the passing game in, in the short yardage sort of passes and, and 
lets them work with the ball in their hands, get some yak and, and he could, they're going to have to throw, uh, you know, to keep up with the Cowboys. They're going to have to. So even if it's like you said, garbage time, fourth quarter, they're down, you know, 38 to 14 or 38 to 10. And he's chucking the ball all over the place. Cause he's just trying to, you know, keep the team <laughs> in play. It can happen. So I, I think Sam Howell is, you know, I don't think we can expect a big game from Sam Howell, but you can expect a usable game from Sam Howell. If, if you're in a one quarterback, I'd probably try and fade away, but in any two quarterback or super flex format, he's fine as a, as a, you know, high QB two. Yeah, he seems to be this generation's Blake Bortles. Uh, but I do like <laughs> I do like how a lot better than Blake Bortles is a talent. But yeah, I, I think you can just I think you just go ahead and start him. Like, what's the point? He's been doing it so well this year. Even in a week where he threw three picks, he still ended up with 19 fantasy points. So right. like, you know, he does it. You know, it's it's not pretty, but the man gets the job done for us in fantasy. So uh 49ers Seahawks. This is the night game on Thursday night here. Uh, question of the game is Zach Charbonnet a start? We have to assume at this point that more than likely Ken Walker is not going to play in this game here. He's mm-hmm. the top waiver wire pickup of fantasy this week. Probably. Do you go ahead and just start him against the 49ers? Yes, I think you do. I think you kind of, um, I know it's a bad matchup. I know it doesn't look good. There's a chance, uh, Geno Smith doesn't play, yes. but he's going to have the backfield to himself. There's literally, if, if, if Ken Walker doesn't play, there's really nobody else. So it's hard to find guys who are going to get 15 to 20 touches in an offense. It's just, you're not going to do that. So I, when it comes to running backs, you know, I like volume, you know, I like, I I like guys who are going to see guaranteed work and, and Zach Charbonnet falls into that category. He's also, you know, a bit of a pass catcher. He can do multiple things. It's not just going to be a kind of Najee Harris run for 2.2 a clip 20 times. It's it's he has a little bit more uh, explosiveness to his game. He brings a little bit more diversity. So I think Zach Charbonnet, you know, we've been telling people to pick him up all year for this exact scenario where Ken Walker misses. It sucks that the weekend Walker misses is against San Francisco 49ers, but I think he's absolutely in play. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we saw last week that Zach Charbonnet, he's, he's been doing it the last few weeks now. He's a guy that can catch the ball in the backfield. We saw Rashad White have a role in, in his game against the 49ers last week where it was a lot of pass catching to the running backs. And if they do that with Charbonnet, he should be a good enough RB2 if you need a guy for the week, especially if Ken Walker is out because there's really outside of that, it's just DJ Dallas and, and Zach Charbonnet is probably going to see over 80% of the snap like he did last week. So uh, definitely a decent play. Uh, Brock Purdy, you start him. He's just been on fire ever since they came out of their bye. CMC obviously is an auto start. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, the big three there in, in San Fran. You just mm-hmm. start them. They're all so yeah. good in what they do there. Uh, they get the Seattle's secondary is a little funky. Uh, DK Metcalf, I think he's a good enough start, whether or not Locke mm-hmm. or Smith plays. I mean, he's been someone who's recently been really strong in fantasy. I think Smith and him have a really good connection. And if anything, Drew Locke can just air the ball downfield. And, you know, the, the 49er secondary is not that great against wide receivers. So that he be able to do enough there. I'm sitting both Geno Smith and Drew Locke, whoever does start. I don't really want to start them. You know, do you go out and start like a Tyler Lockett or JSN this weekend? Probably not JSN. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe take a chance with Tyler Lockett. I, I think that Drew Locke, you know, I made the sort of joke the other day that he's kind of like Jameis Winston, but I do think Drew Locke, fantasy-wise, can keep DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett afloat. He's just – he is going to chuck it up. He, he, he doesn't care. He, he never has. He didn't care when he was in Denver. He's – He's going to throw it even when he shouldn't. And so, you know, it, I wouldn't start him for fantasy, but I think he can keep the pass catchers afloat. I don't know if I want to go all the way to the third option of JSN mm. because it's the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Um, but I'm willing I think DK Metcalf's fine. And I, and I think Tyler Lockett, you know, again, if you're looking at like Brandon Cook's Tyler Lockett, I'm probably Tyler Lockett. Yeah, um, probably I'm I'll probably okay with Lockett as more of a boom bust fix. Uh, JSN again, he's just been a guy that gives you seven or eight points most weeks. Again, it's nothing pretty, um, but you know it's it's decent play. But it's and it's not enough that in a week where there's no buys, it's just like I don't really want to start that. There's really hasn't been their upside that we want for JSN right now. So, and we have the first Black Friday game ever with my Dolphins and the New York Jets. Something somewhere where I will be tailgating this weekend. But the question of the game here, and I think it's a pretty interesting question. Do you start Jalen Waddle? You know, the Jets, we know, are a team that yeah. have allowed the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this season. Just two touchdowns, I think, to every wide receiver this year, basically. Uh, but do you go ahead? I think it might be more now. But it, for the most part, you know, do you start Jalen Waddle? I mean, he's been kind of more of a boomer bust guy, John, like just really hasn't been a consistent option all season. You know, some game are up 21, 14, then have nine, six, seven. Do you start him in a week where there's no one possibly on by this week? Um, no, I don't, which is crazy to think. I think that you can, um, I think you can pivot away. Um, you, you don't have to be afraid there. There is the threat that you could miss out on a big play. You could miss out on a big touchdown. There's always that threat with Jalen Waddle. Um, but clearly he hasn't developed into the, the wide receiver two that, that we expected this year, um, opposite, opposite, uh, Tyree kill and the Miami dolphins, you know, they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground. They're going to be able to move the ball with Tyree kill. They're, they're, they're not, you know, I don't think the jets and dolphins is going to become a shootout in, in that case, you know, Jalen Waddle becomes more enticing. Um, I, I think Miami is going to be able to handle business against Tim Boyle and the Jets right now. So, um, you know, you'll get your classic 110 yards and touchdown from Tyreek Hill, and then they'll spread the rest out everywhere else. Um, right. So I, I'm not, I'm not um, trying to jam Jalen Waddle in my lineup. Yeah, I mean, neither am I either. Unless you just don't really have anybody else, I'd look other directions. Like I'm, I have other directions where I am sitting Jalen Waddle this weekend here. I just, I, I don't feel like he's going to have a big upside play. And in a lot of matchups, I do need an upside play this week here. And he just I feel he just doesn't offer that. He might offer a nice seven point game, which isn't terrible, but I, I just don't think this game will be super high scoring. You know, the Jets defense is very good. Like, and in Miami's Miami's offense just kind of been on and off way too much. And I think Jalen Waddle has been suffering from that. So uh, definitely not the best start. Definitely would prefer not to, but you might have to. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a question in the chat from TH. Would you guys trade Ramondre Stevenson tank De- and tank Dell for Deandre Swift and Chris Godwin half PPR? 
Um, no, I, I probably wouldn't. I, I think. Um, yeah. I don't think you I know Ramondre either. and Ramondre and Swift are in my mind similar tiered running backs. Um, you know, I know Swift has looked great. The offensive line is out, outstanding, so that obviously helps. Um, but I think just there's no upside with Godwin right now. Everyone else can yeah. have some type of upside, but just Godwin just doesn't Tank, show it. I was gonna say Tank Dell to me is like he's fantastic. If you're in, if you're in redraft, I mean dynasty too. But if you're it's like why would you trade this guy away? He's just clearly ride, ride him out electric. He's hot as anything. The quarterback's throwing the ball really well. He's in MVP conversation. It's like I, I, I don't I don't right, understand yeah. the concept especially in redraft of let's sell high now, like you're getting ready for playoffs. You need these guys who can put up 20, 30 point games. Tank Dell has proven that he's that guy. I'm not shipping him off. There's no sign of him slowing down for any reason. Right. Um, Some other starts, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, all good starts. Uh, You sit Tim Boyle, you sit any of the Jets wide receiver, you sit Dalvin Cook, you sit the Dolphins tight ends. Um, uh, you comfortable starting Devon A chain? Um, if he's I if mean, he's active <laughs> Sunday, do you put him in your lineup or do you just uh, it out for the week and see uh, what happens? Um, I would play him. I would play him, and and I understand there's a huge risk, but I think the reward is too high not at least take that risk if he's active um it sucks that he got one kind of bad hit and and wasn't allowed back into the game I, but you know guys with the caliber of putting up 40 points on a week you got to take that chance and you know it sucks it hurts trust me i played devon a chan everywhere i could last week and the process is right, but sometimes the results don't always match. I respect it. I respect it. Um, Tyler Conklin, again, he's a decent start in tech, in tight end leagues there. Uh, Jeff Wilson, if A-Chain's out, could have some role uh, because mm-hmm. Savon Ahmed did go to the IR today. So Jeff Wilson might come back alive a little bit. And I think Tua is just – you have to take Tua with a boomer bust approach. And I feel like this is going to be a game where he just doesn't do as well, unfortunately, for us in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would look to avoid him if I could, uh, mm-hmm. but if you can't, you know, you're, you just kind of hope for the best with that secondary that he has to go up against. Two has really not done that great against the Jets over his career. So, All right, the first Sunday game here. New Orleans, Fa- uh, New Orleans and the Falcons here. Do we play Drake London? Um, flex play still? Probably not. No, um, not with not with every team playing. No bye weeks. I just think it's you know, better options. New Orleans Saints are a really tough defense. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get Desmond Ritter again. Um, I just don't, you know, I, I, it's not worth it to me. It's at home, Desmond Ritter, too. So um, it could be, it could we, we could be eating our words with that. But yeah, I think in the, in the smart situation here, you just don't play Drake London. Like, unless you, unless you have no options, he just isn't a guy that I feel comfortable under 10 fantasy points the last three weeks. I'd probably avoid him if I could. Um, from starts, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, whoever the starting quarterback is, I'd like to have them in my lineup this week. Falcons are terrible against quarterbacks. Alvin Kamara, you got to start him. 
Chris Olave, you got to throw out there. Michael Thomas is on IR. So Rashid 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 Shahid uh, jumps up into a flex worthy conversation as a let me be a little mm-hmm. bit more of a non boomer bust player. Um, definitely mm-hmm. more interesting for sure. Bijan Robinson, obviously you start him. Uh, the Kyle Pitts, Jonas Smith train. I continue to ride them. If you are struggling with tight ends, uh, Saints have been bad against tight ends actually this year. Jamal Williams, I'm avoiding. I know Desmond Ritter's at home and he usually plays well at home, but Saints defense are really good. Tyler Algier, just I don't want to start him when there's no other when there's no bye weeks. Um, do you start Jason Hill? Uh, yep, yep. I think you can. I think you can start Taysom Hill. Any, you know, any week he could be again. He he could throw a touchdown. He could rush a touchdown. He he could catch a touchdown. He could do a bunch of stuff. So uh, there's a lot of variables with Taysom Hill, and there's a lot of ways he could score fantasy points that no other tight end really can. So he, in my mind, is always in play. He's always in play because um, there's just a, you know, a myriad of options for how he scores, how he gets points. It's not the same as, you know, starting Evan Ingram, who it's like there's one way this guy's going to get points. And that's that's that being a traditional tight end. Taysom Hill could he could Taysom Hill could throw a 70 yard pass to Rashid Shaheed and score that way. And then also get a three yard carry on the goal line and score that way and, and not even catch a pass and all of a sudden be fine for your tight end spot. So I think you have to, at some point we just got to accept that that's, it's part of what we're doing. You know, you, you take advantage of this little loophole that we have. Yeah, the freaking loophole, that's for sure. Jawan uh, <laughs> Johnson's an okay sleeping t- sleeper tight end. Uh, A.T. Perry, I just wanted to mention him. He saw yep. a big snap share. Interesting yep. to, in, probably wouldn't play him at all, but interesting to see if his role expands with Michael Thomas out of the lineup. So Yeah, he is, a in my opinion, he is a, a big add. And then this week you wait and see. But if he's out there in two wide receiver sets opposite Chris Olave and seeing eighty five percent snap share and right. you might you might have yourself you might have yourself a piece going forward. Yes, very much so. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals. Which wide receiver core do we trust more? Do we trust the Steelers or do we trust the Bengals? Both playing with you know inadequate quarterbacks, you could say. Uh, whose receiving core would you trust more? I mean, I guess you think it. For the most part, you're probably just trusting Cincinnati because of Jamar Chase. Um, if I'm so, if I'm trusting Matt an Canada entire, got fired. So I was gonna say, know. I was gonna say, I, I do love the Matt Canada leaving situation for the Steelers. You know, if I was to trust a wide receiver, it would be Jamar Chase. If you were to ask me, do, which core of wide receivers do I trust more? It's probably uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. You got no Matt Canada. I have a feeling they're gonna really sort of test the boundaries of what Kenny Pickett can do. Um, You know, in my opinion, this is now uh, Kenny Pickett tryout for the next whatever, eight weeks, six weeks, whatever we got left in the season. This is Kenny Pickett's chance to to keep a job. So he's going to do anything and everything he can um, to prove that he can throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field. So I I think overall I would trust – I, I think I trust kind of the Steelers to figure it out and get better than uh, Jake, you know, Browning, 
stepping in and, and, <laughs> and, and dominating against a tough Steelers defense. So um, to answer the question convolutedly, I will say Steelers. Uh, I trust the Steelers wide receivers more this yeah. week. No, I like it. Yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth. I think I would I would give a go with the Steelers uh, situation overall. Uh, obviously, Jamar Chase is a must start, but uh, you know, between Johnson and Pickens, I trust them more than the uh, whole Cincinnati's wide receiver yeah. core. We don't know if T. Higgins is even coming back this week or not, but yeah, definitely would do that. Uh, yeah. Pat Fryermuth, Cincinnati's terrible against tight ends. Jalen um, Warren, he's playing well now. Najee um, Harris is good enough as a RB two. Joe Mixon is going to see more work probably. Yep. Sitting both quarterbacks, I don't trust what they're doing whatsoever. Nope. Uh, outside of that, you know, Tana Hudson been playing a lot better for their tight end position kind of is he know he's splitting the role but uh, yeah. yeah it just it just sucks you don't have Joe Burrow. Burrow. So, yeah. sucks you don't have Joe Burrow I it's like I love the that Tanner Hudson is starting to emerge you know I love that that you know Jamar Chase oh, was man. finally starting <laughs> to have some big games I loved all of it and then you just rip the rug right out of him by putting Joe Burrow on the shelf exactly all right Panthers, Titans. Do we trust the Panthers' backfield in this matchup? Chuba Hubbard's, Miles Sanders basically split the backfield this past weekend. Are you trusting any one of them in your lineup, or they're probably sits? No, they're both sits for me. They're both now. So this is the problem that I, I think I thought was going to happen is there was no way that they were just going to pay Miles Sanders all this money and just let him sit on the bench. So they were going to try to get him back involved. And, and the problem is now we're going to be in this ambiguous 50-50 sort of split where both of them are by, have been pretty inefficient. And now not only am I not going to get all the work with Chuba, I'm going to get half the work and still be inefficient. Hmm. So I'm I'm cool with, you know, sort of letting both of these guys uh, sit on my bench. When, if one of them had all of the work, like we saw early in the year with Miles Sanders and then for a few weeks with Chuba Hubbard, it can be useful, but if they're going to split, they're each going to get 10 carries. It's like, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, no, I, I respect that. I, I agree with you on that. I prefer not to have them in lineups this week for sure. Um, starts not a lot. Derrick Henry, I'm going to go back to him. He's still an elite player in my eyes. I don't care what he's been doing. Panthers are terrible against the run. Hopkins is a good enough flex play. Not great, but good enough. Uh, Adam Thielen obviously continues to be a low end wide receiver too. We're gonna sit Bree, uh, Brace Young, sit Will Levis, sit in all the other Titans, Carolina Panthers wide receivers combined. Maybe someone steps up, but I don't know who the hell that's gonna be. No one, yeah. no one has been consistent. No one's doing anything. Sitting all the tight ends, both terrible matchups for tight ends this week here. Chico Conco is losing his job. Uh, Tommy Trumbull is not a good tight end for fantasy. Um, would you give Tyjay Spears a play in a very favorable matchup or? Probably not. I mean, I'd have to be, you'd have to be super desperate to yeah. really to play him, but you know, you could, like I'd play him over Hubbard or Sanders, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I so that's probably the level that I would put Tajay Spears at, but I'm not trying in any way, shape or form to get him in my lineup. I respect it. Uh, Chris Godwin. This is a fun one. We talked about Chris Godwin. Yeah. Chris Godwin flex worthy, really just kind of underperformed in the last few weeks here outside of a touchdown game. He's really just, not that great for fantasy. Yeah, he is. He is not flex worthy in my mind. He is kind of, and we talk about it every, you know, we talk about it all the time. I look for flex guys 
who could really pop off the Rashid Shaheeds of the world, the, um, you know, uh, Khalil Shakir's, you know, these guys who could, they might kind of, they might get you four points, but they could get you 20 points. Whereas Chris Godwin is like, all right, he's probably going to get you eight, but he's no way he's getting you more than 12. And so, okay. I, I just don't like, I don't know. I would much rather with my flex spot, I would much rather take the chance of something big. If you have to plug Chris Godwin as like a, you know, whatever, like a a wide receiver, low end wide receiver three, not going to goose you. Yeah. He's fine in that regard, but you know, I just, with a full slate of games, I don't think he's flex worthy. I respect it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of – I don't really want to flex him. You might be forced to, but I really don't want to. <laughs> uh, starts, Baker Mayfield and Gardner Menchu, I think, are good sleepers. QB1 yep. starts, good super flex starts for sure. I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game. Uh, Rashard White has just been so good in fantasy the last month and a half now. you got to keep playing him. Jonathan Taylor is an absolute beast, even in a tough matchup. Michael Pittman, if Josh Downs plays, I think the matchup is so good. You have to play both. Mike Evans is just continuing to be on fire. He's a wide receiver one right now in fantasy. You got to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, sit in the Colts tight ends. Alec Pierce really isn't doing anything. Zach Moss, yeah. uh, unless he gets a roll back, I don't really see him anywhere near lineups. Uh, K-Dot in tight end? Maybe. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. again, Probably tight ends not. are always yeah. tight ends. You're always just kind of looking for a touchdown. Um, so I, I don't think this is the week for Kate Otten. Um, but he's, you know, he's fine. He's fine. Low, like a mid tight end too. In my, in my, in my head. Yeah. All right. Next game, new England Patriots versus the New York giants here again, which wide receiver group are we trusting? None of them. I don't, I don't want any. Mario Douglas. I would say, yeah, I would say pop Douglas. And, and that's the only one that I even would remotely look at. And I still don't even really want to start him. And and that's everyone else is completely useless, completely useless. Yep. Yep. I would prefer not to start any wide receiver from this game. Again, Doug, uh, uh, Doug, no, uh, I can't say the right name. Tomorrow, Tomorrow Doug is Douglas. the only guy I would consider as a flexible option, of course. Uh, yes. I think you start the running backs. Both got good matchup. Yep. Saquon, Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, sitting whoever plays quarterback. I don't know. If Mac Jones <laughs> is still pl- I don't know if Mac Jones is still the starter or not. We'll find out, I guess this week's yep. uh, the tight ends have tough matchups. Hunter Henry hasn't really been doing good. Daniel Benjo has been fine, but it's more like three for 30, not really start worthy yep. in terms of when everyone's playing at tight end this week. Uh, Tommy DeVito. I mean, <laughs> The matchup's okay, I guess, but like probably yeah. in a super flex league, obviously you might be a better, more consideration after a great game last week. But you know, probably that was a one-time wonder thing. But we'll find out. Uh, what we'll about see. Zeke? You trust Zeke? Zeke I think you can. Great matchup. Yep, Zeke. I think you can play. It's a good matchup. Uh, the New England Patriots, regardless of who's back there, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, they're gonna flip very heavy to a run scheme, very heavy to a run offense. So, um, yeah, I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to get double digit touches in a good matchup. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with starting him as like a low, low RB two. you know, that's fine. I like it. All right. Next game here, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans. Do we continue with Singletary tough matchup? I don't know if Damian Pierce is coming back. Let's say Damian Pierce, 
does come back just because we won't know. Uh, but mm-hmm. if Damian Pierce does return, how do you feel about that? If Damian Pierce is back, then no, I'm probably out on Devin Singletary. Um, okay. Be- because there will be that sort of amalgamous, like split backfield situation. Devin Singletary has been great because he's been getting all the work, <laughs> like literally all of it. So, um, and, and, and I think that's kind of who Devin Singletary is and who he's been his whole career is like, yeah, you give, he's good. He's shifty. He can hit a, a big play every once in a while, but he needs 15, 16, 17 carries for, for him to finally rip one off. Um, when he's in any level of a rotation, he just doesn't seem as efficient, which is weird, but you know, you got to accept it for what it is at this point. So Agreed. if Damian Pierce is in, I'm out on both running backs. I don't really want either one. Oh, yeah, I'm on the same note there. I would prefer not to start either if Pierce is back. No Pierce, I think flex. I think he's a yeah. good flex play. No Pierce, you can keep flexing him out there for sure. Yeah. Got a question in the chat from Connor. He needs to start two running backs, one wide receiver, one flex, one tight end. So let's break this down. Okay. Let's look at his running backs first. That will make it easier for us. We has got Swift, Bijan, Ramondre, and Jalen Warren. Okay. So those two Ooh. running backs, who are you starting? Probably Swift, Swift and, and Warren. Swift and Bijan. Either Swift and Bijan or Swift and Warren, to be honest oh, with you. I can't say Bijan Robinson. I can't say Bijan Robinson. You can't. You know, I can't say Or you could flex him. You could flex him. Well, we'll, um, come but, yeah, we'll come back uh, to Warren then. All right. So we'll do we'll do Swift and Bijan. I love it. All right. Yep. One wide receiver between Ridley, Rice, Downs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do you chase the dragon with Calvin Ridley? That's a good question. Um, I think is uh, I think you can. I think this matchup you can. Houston Texans defense is not overly scary. The Houston Texans offense is going to score points. Um, we talked about it yesterday. Zay Jones back in the lineup does do something for this Jacksonville Jaguars offense. So okay. I, I think you can chase the dragon with 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 Calvin Ridley. Um, so I would probably play him. Uh, I think he has. You know, the only other one I would consider is possibly Downs. Rice, I love. I think he's a good player. He's a great not enough opportunity. There's not enough opportunity. I mean, they were throwing a Justin like Watson. Car- a bunch. He needs like nine plus carries, nine plus targets a game. Yeah. So oh, I, I I think it's probably Ridley for me. Um, right. We'll go with then, Ridley. I would prefer Downs, but we'll go with Ridley. Okay. We compromise on the running back. I'll compromise on the wide receiver. I appreciate it. Uh, and then I'm right Kincaid. In. I'm Kincaid. Kincaid all day. I'm all over. I I love like what's not to love. I mean, he's quickly becoming the number two, some sometimes the one B in the Bills offense. So I'm I love it. I totally love it. Right. He was a first round draft pick for a reason. So Bills want to use him. Uh, and then flex Jaylen Warren, Rice Downs, or McBride. So flex. Now this is where you could either go Jalen Warren or Josh Downs. And I like McBride to be honest. Really mm-hmm. interesting. Rams are terrible against tight ends. Yeah, I know. I know they are. Know Who would you pick, are. though? Pick your guy. If I had to pick one, I, I, I do think that – I like Jalen Warren. I do. I, I do like him. I do think Matt Canada leaving is going to give a little pep to this offense. Uh, you know, he right. went for 100 yards last week. He's been explosive all season. Um but I get that it's a little bit scarier. It's a little bit riskier for sure. But I, I've always been there. Has, he's like the wide receiver one pass catcher on the team. Like, Yeah, I mean, I know. Murray's been back. 
I don't think Zach Ertz is coming back in this game. I think he might be able to potentially, but I don't think he is. So, yeah, I don't. I haven't heard much about his return. He's eligible to come off IR at this point, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Zach Ertz. Yeah, I haven't heard me neither. All right, Connor. So (laughs) we we were rambling. Sorry, we Um, we we rambled a bit. Swift, Bijan, Ridley. Kincaid and either Jalen Warren or McBride. And you, I'll let, we'll let you pick on that. I think me and John are bridge much split on that for the most part, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Josh I think Allen um, and Lamb and CD Lamb are locks. So, and then Kincaid and he's got, he's got Josh Allen and Lamb, which are locks of course. And he's got the Kincaid. Yeah. Josh Allen is a nice duo. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great so, stack. That's a great stack. And hello, Albert. How are you? Hey, Albert. What's up, bud? All right. Um, so to continue with this game here, you start C.J. Stroud, you start Travis Etienne, you start Evan Ingram, you start Dalton Schultz, you start Nico Collins and Tank Dell, of course. Uh, like yep. I said, I'm sitting Zay Jones. Uh, he's more of a just yep. presence on the field than anything. Damian Pierce is sitting. Uh, do you go back to Trevor Lawrence after a big game last week? A terrible last time against the Texans. Um, the Texans are home this time. I don't think so. I'm not. No. I, I'm, I'm not, not going the, back. I'm not buying I'm not the buying. game last week. I'm not because he also rushed. He rushed Ooh. two touchdowns in, correct? Yeah, yep. that's not that's not going to happen. That's going to inflate anybody's score. You know, that's right. I mean, that's what's that? 12 points right there. So, I right. mean, that's just going to inflate anybody's score. You take one of those away and he, it becomes a much more realistic pedestrian. You take both of those away. It's a very pedestrian day. So I, I'm I think. I'm okay at this point kind of accepting that Trevor Lawrence hasn't taken the step into this fantasy superstardom, Um, but he's winning games and the Jacksonville Jaguars look good. It's just fantasy is not, it's not there. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's not. I would prefer not to start him either. So I get it. Um, Noah Brown's an okay play. If he plays Mm, probably Mm. won't want to, but he might Mm. be, I don't, we don't, we have never seen this group together with all four of them in their prime season sure. right now so um and i think christian kirk and calvin ridley are good flex plays personally yeah. i think ridley's the upside play kirk's the safety play yeah. um so those are pretty good we have another question in the chat from chandler burrow unfortunately had a season ending injury very sad i traded fields and mike evans for josh allen uh and terry josh oh, allen no. has a bye week uh um, has a bye oh, week first we got play. playoffs Waivers is Bryce Minshew. Oh, you Minshew. Play play- oh, he must play his playoffs earlier because he should be. There shouldn't be any pl- uh, bye weeks in the playoffs. No. He must start week thirteen or four- fourteen playoff. I guess that just sucks. Um, that Minshew, by the way, Minshew. Gardner Minshew is the one that you would want to pick up for. Um, Let me just look at the matchup. I mean, yeah, in a general sense, I probably just want. Even still, I don't trust. Defensive. I don't trust Bryce. I don't trust Cincinnati. Browning. Cincinnati, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Allen Pollard, ETN, good team. Allen Debo. You get Kyron back soon. That's fun. Traded Connor and Amari. Trade Connor and Amari for Purdy, Stevenson, and some wide receiver back. What? Yeah, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you can trade James Connor and Amari Cooper for Brock Purdy, Ramondre Stevenson, and a wide receiver? Yeah, I would do that, especially knowing that you're not going to have Josh Allen for the first round of your playoffs. That's yeah. If it's a, that's a good that's trade. Concerning, yeah, I absolutely would do that. I would do that. I don't know what Amari Cooper is going to be with DTR rest of season. Right. James Connor and Ramondre Stevenson, very similar assets to me. 
And so you get Brock Purdy, and then maybe the wide receiver you get back is, you know, Rashid Shaheed, right? Like, you know, sure, whatever. And and now with Michael Thomas on IR and all this, you know what I'm saying? So I would do that. I absolutely would do that. I I, I would be. Oh, I hate um, people start their bye weeks who start their playoffs <laughs> during bye weeks. Come on, you can't be doing yeah, that. Yeah, it stinks. So I so knowing that you have well, they got Philly in two weeks. So yeah, I absolutely would want to make that move. Yeah. If you're looking for a big yeah. play, I rather have Brock Purdy playing Philly yeah. than I'm than playing um Gardner Menchu against the Bengals. Yeah. In your first and, playoff and, matchup. You need to go big. Yeah. That's a big move right there. Yep. Big. I love it. That, that that's it. That's a good, sharp move knowing the future great all right next game here cleveland browns denver broncos great question is amari cooper a flex play this week? <laughs> perfect um i i mean i think he is obviously um because he is the number one wide receiver he is still getting targets but i'm very cautious i don't think there's any upside to him really anymore and the denver broncos defensively have looked great the past four weeks five weeks so um i i think this could be kind of a, a tough low scoring sort of slog fest of a game. And I'm, I'm okay. If you want to pivot away from Amari Cooper, but if you have to flex them based on your situation, because you're probably, you know, I don't know how deep your bench goes, um, but he's fine. He's, he's the wide, he's still the wide receiver one. He's still going to see seven, eight targets. So um, you hope he does something with them. Um, But I, I don't, I don't. I, I just genuinely don't love it. I, it's a huge downgrade. Another question in the chat from a Manster: Do I trade Michael Pittman for Cooper Cup? My receivers are Tyreek, Jetta, Ridley, Deontay T. I'm the number one seed in his full point PPR. Two flex. Uh, Obviously, I, start, we don't know what the situation is. I'm, on that. I'm losing no faith. Sprint. I'm losing faith that Cooper Cup will come back to the Cooper Cup we know. I'm just losing faith in that. He's older. He's now battled a couple injuries this season. I'm just losing faith that Cooper Cup will, you know, maybe he does it in the offseason. He can get totally healthy, comes back next year, and maybe has a, 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 a sort of golden hour season. I'm just losing faith that Cooper Cup is really just going to bounce back to be in a, easy slam dunk top five wide receiver. I'm just losing faith in that. So I, I, I get the mindset and I get the thought, but I'm, I don't know. I, I really don't want anything to do with Cooper cup right now. I get the trade because obviously Cooper cup, when he's on the field and, and going, he's an elite option. Um, but obviously we haven't been seeing that out of him prior to him even getting hurt. Matthew Stafford has been kind of inefficient. Michael Pittman has been solid. He's yeah. been a solid 12 point fantasy day all day. And based on your team, you know, you have the elite guy like Tyreek. But, you know, we don't know what's going on with Jefferson. We don't know what's going on with T. Higgins. Deontay Johnson right now, we're not sure if we're going to get him back to the, what we saw this season. Ridley's kind of boomer bust. Having a guy like Michael Pittman on your team might be what you need to kind of give you that sure. security consistency with, among your wide receivers because you have so many elite upside plays that you might just need that nice floor play outside of Tyreek Hill with Michael Pittman. So I, I would I would keep Pittman. Yeah. I mean, you could be in a situation. I get in, the trade though. I do too. But the problem is you could be in a situation in two weeks where you don't have Jetta, you don't have Higgins and you don't have cup. 
and then you you traded away Pittman. So you you don't you're out four guys, and so you're really like scraping the barrel. And it's like I don't know. I think I would just take the security of Pittman as my wide receiver two, use Tyreek as my wide receiver one, and hope once Jay Jettas comes back, you're you're in gravy train you know what i'm saying like you you have the like you said you have the risk and upside already with justin jefferson you don't need to add more (laughs) risk to your game all right last call before the playoffs trade drops well richardson andrews got mcbride likely is likely to um okay 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 what are we looking here are we looking for starts and sits oh here you go who would you drop for well, a likely. likely, okay. Was That's thinking Spears or Hunt. Okay. I would, I would drop Hunt. I would drop. I would drop Hunt. Spears personally. Yeah, or, or, sure. I mean, you could drop either one. They're both kind of the same. I just, I think Hunt's just been doing things in the offense. They, they're going to run the ball a lot. I, I would drop if you're looking to drop somebody to actually acquire. Likely, for me, it would be Spears. I'd hold on yeah. to Jaden Reed. Yes, for sure. Hold on to Jaden Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would want to hold on to Jaden Reed still personally. I think his he's a lot of good games. I think ahead of him still. Uh, I understand holding on to Spears because of the potential. Of what happens if something happens to Derrick Henry? But um, I mean, the Titans' offense isn't going to move the ball anyway. They're not doing yeah. with Derrick Henry. Yeah. They're not going to do it with Tajay Spears. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you really want to pick up Isaiah Likely, I I would personally go after Spears. Hunt's playing about fifty percent of the snaps with Jerome Ford. I don't want to give that up. So okay, sure. All right, so back to this uh, Broncos-Browns game. Yeah, You start Jerome Ford, you start Kareem Hunt, personally. Yep. I think it's a good flex play. Javante Williams, you start. David Njoku, you sit. Doran Thompson-Robinson, DTR. Adam Trotman, you sit. Um, do we go back to Sutton and Judy, or at least Sutton, at least? You consider Sutton, it? you can. Yeah, I think, yeah. You can, I think you can start. I think you can start Sutton. Any yeah. week, any week you want to, you can start him. He, it's... It's going to be, you know, his stat line is going to be four for 37 and then a That's score. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, I'll, 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 I'll touchdown every week. Yeah, it's all you need. And, and what's going to stink is when he doesn't get a touchdown. But I just, I, the Broncos have clearly shown that in the red zone, they don't trust anyone else other than Cortland Sutton. And, you know, the Broncos, believe it or not, have looked pretty good the past couple weeks. I understand the Cleveland Browns defense is an absolute animal of a defense to try and play against, but this is, um, you know, you got to keep, we talked about it yesterday with sort of the Jamal Williams factor of last year. Uh, some guys just have those seasons where they're like, oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm hot with touchdowns right now. I think Sutton's kind of in that wave. A uh, question. Do we do this Devonte Adams for a cup? No, nope. no, I nope. think Adam should no need still. He can still do work, yep. honestly, even with Aiden O'Connell. Yep. Again, it, it depends on your situation. If you have the room to hold off and for a cup, but I would probably – Adams is the same thing. He's an elite player still. I mean, right. I don't know if Matthew Stafford's doing anything more than Aiden O'Connell's doing yeah. <laughs> right now this season. So it, I just hold on, on to Adams. On a good week, they're both top five guys, and one of them is currently healthy and one of them is currently injured. So I'll take the guy who's healthy. <laughs> that's just my, that's how I'm going. We're basically, I have another question that's from Chandler. Flex, carry on, carry on Williams, James Connor, or Terry. I'm assuming scary Terry. I would, I would, I don't know if I trust Kyron Williams first week off the injury. Um, although 
The Rams are clearly trusting they did him drop first. Henderson. Yeah, the Rams are clearly trusting him first week off the injury because they just dropped Henderson. So maybe you can, you, you kind of read the tea leaves. Um, but I would start James Conner. I'd probably start Scary Terry, even though I said I didn't like his matchup. I think based on the situation you're giving me, Terry might get some garbage time against that Cowboys. Yep. yep. So I like Connor. John. John likes Connor and I like Terry. And then Dylan said, thanks for the input. Um, are you guys thinking of any changes for my team? You just look at it real quick. Yeah. So give anything real quick. So he has McBride. So to be honest, like losing Andrews obviously sucks, but you don't need to go crazy on a trade. If, if you wanted to, if you packaged, you know, maybe you could package McBride and hunt. If you were thinking, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to drop hunt anyway. Maybe I could. That's what I'm asking. Like, do you think that the TJ Hawkinson owner would make that trade? No. Okay. What about, what about Kincaid? Do you think the Kincaid manager would? No. Okay. Then yeah. Then, then, then no, I don't, then then I don't think it's worth. What's up? I think McBride's a solid tight end. I don't think, I don't think anything moves that needle there for you to really make a jump. Yeah. I think your team is overall good. Quarterback's good. Running backs are. And the running back's James a little Cook, mixed, mixed a little bit for me. Um, I think maybe you could try to package two if you want to condense and go and do like a pile of James Cook to go up and get like a Saquon, go up and get um, a Brees yeah. Hall type of individual, like an upside play, guys. Because the guys, those two guys are kind of like floor plays right now. And I think Mixon will be a solid uh, RB2. Uh, but if you want to look for Pollard and James Cook to go get one of the elite running backs, I would do that. Yep. Yeah. Like I wonder, you know, I wonder, yeah, I wonder what like, um, Austin Eckler. Austin, I was just going to say Austin Eckler is the name that keeps coming to mind. You could probably, you could probably go get him. Uh, I don't know if I'd really go after like Josh Jacobs. I don't know if I'd really want to go after Saquon. I think I'd rather just ride the wave with Tony Pollard. Um, um, you also got a start and sit question. So pick one, PPR, PPR, James, James Cook, Cook, Hollywood Brown, or Hunt? Uh, James Cook, I think. Um, yeah, I, I would James start Cook. James Cook. He doesn't want to start Hollywood with McBride, which I get. Yeah, fair. Yeah, you're Cook. limiting your up. You're definitely limiting your overall upside with Hollywood and McBride in the lineup. So I would do James Cook. Yep, James Cook's a good play. Um, I think we finished this one for the most part. Let's go over the next game: <laughs> Rams, Cardinals. Question of the game. Two two out well. <laughs> Back in the flex play with maybe Cooper Cup not playing. If he um, doesn't play. I, I would say yes, but I don't love the way that um I don't love the way Matt Stafford's been playing lately. Um so I, I think you can. I think he is kind of, you know, I, I think he's right on the cusp. I think he's right on the cusp of like I, I might look his way, but you know, I, I would still rather take the bet with like Rashid Shahid. I'd rather take that bet than take that than take the two two Atwell bet. I, mean, um, Atwell, I think Atwell gives a floor play. He had double digit fantasy points, you know, mm-hmm. in the first four games prior to Cup coming back. So yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, he definitely could. He definitely could. He's a he's a good add for sure. He's definitely a big add, and let's see what happens with Cup out of the picture. Right. Uh, question here in the chat: Flex, JSN, Charbonnet, Shakir, or Spears. Uh, I would be between Charbonnet and Shakir and I'd probably lean Charbonnet just for the guaranteed volume. 
think, yeah, I think you go a floor play. Safe play would be Charbonnet. If you're looking for that, I think he's the safe play just because he likely will be the RB1. Um, uh, Shakir, I think Shakir could have a big game, um, but it's a risky upside play. That's how I see it. But Charbonnet is the safer option. Yeah, Charbonnet is probably going to have the the role to himself this week. Right. And that that's pretty that's, enticing. That is pretty enticing. enticing. Agreed. Um, other starts in this game here. Kyler Murray uh, again. I like Carryon Williams coming off still in a general sense. Um, I think he will be decent enough. Uh, James Connor is good enough. He's the RB one on their team. He's seen enough work that you can start him for the most part. Puka Nuka. I like him. Obviously, Cooper Cup if he plays. I don't know if I like him as much, but he's Cooper Cup. I would have to throw him out there anyway. Trey McBride, great start. Uh, Tyler Higby, you sit. Uh, Rondell Moore, you sit. Greg Dolch, you sit. Um, Hollywood Brown, do you play Hollywood? I mean, we just kind of talked about sitting him in a different question, but do you play him at all? Is he flex-worthy? Because I don't think so. Um, I haven't said – what stinks is we were – you know, if you drafted Hollywood and you kind of hung on to Hollywood, you were – the whole time you were getting all these sort of like easy points, 15 points, 10 points, whatever, with Josh Dobbs, you were saying, oh, man, when Kyler comes back, it's just going to go to another level. And Kyler comes back and it hasn't. So I, I think you're OK with pivoting away from Hollywood Brown into this like must start flex kind of guy. He's he can be flex worthy. He clearly is the number one probably number one target, you know, pretty close to, you know, maybe a one, a one B with Trey McBride. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think I ultimately full slate of games gun to my head. I'm probably sitting Hollywood. All right. I respect it. Yeah. I don't really want to start him either. Um, I just, he's just not seeing the targets with Kyler right now and he's not being very efficient right now on the team. Yeah. I would prefer to sit him, but he doesn't, he's not a cut or anything just to sit right now. Uh, question sell high on Saquon or hold he plays Philly twice he does play Philly in week 18 though so I don't know if you play through week 18 um, but do you sell high or do you hold um yeah I mean always the the these these Just conversations get from them, yeah, these conversations are always ambiguous like what can you get for him you know are you selling them for a wide receiver yeah yeah what are you getting no. but I, I think yeah I think you can obviously I think you know, I don't trust Tommy DeVito. I don't trust the Giants to – I mean, I think Saquon's going to get 25, you know, 20 carries a game because they're not going to do anything else with him. Like, there's no other way to move the ball. So, um, I'm okay if you want to trade him. I just, you know, don't trade him just for the sake of trading him just because he's on a bad offense. I think if you're selling high, in my mind, a sell high is, okay, I'm getting – either two for one or I'm getting a, you know, an upgrade at, at another position. Like I'm getting an upgrade at wide receiver. I'm getting an upgrade at, you know, tight end. I'm trading away Saquon or I'm getting, you know, maybe I'm getting, you know, a, maybe I'm getting Ramondre Stevenson plus, mm-hmm. you know, Rashid Shahid, right? Like I'm getting Ramondre. You definitely more than Yeah. That. But, but, you, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I, I keep getting I get Rashid Shahid in my head, but I'm getting, you know, I'm trading him for, you know, Hollywood and Feel around. Andre. Yeah. Look, look around and see if one of the top tier teams want to, you know, sell some of their depth. And if you're looking for depth, sell that and then get two players for the price of one. If mm-hmm. not, I think he'll be fine. I mean, yeah. 
He's not going to get you 28 points like he did this past week against Washington, but you know, he's been playing. He played the jets. He played the, you know, played some decent teams that are against good against the run. I mean, Dallas is a little tough, but I mean, he, he's okay. He'll be fine. He'll give yeah. you 10 points probably, but he's a perfect example of why volume for a running back is valuable because right. you give any of you give any of these guys 20 carries, they're going to be pretty good. Like they're not going to really kill you. So right. exactly. Uh, I think we kind of already answered our question here, but Rishi, Rishi Rice, is he still flex worthy? Probably not. Probably not yeah. for me. Uh, I just think Kansas Kansas City just I mean it's a it's a roulette it's an absolute roulette wheel every week on where targets are going. You know, who expected Justin Watson to get nine targets? Like it's just you, you can't trust it right now. No one has really emerged as that. You know, give me the ball kind of player in this offense. And, I think Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are totally fine with that because they can, you know, they can throw the ball to anybody and Patrick can do extend plays and look for whoever's open and throw some crazy arm angle throw. And, you know, so it's, I think that you can, you can always play him because he's a threat. He's a threat to score. Um, but, and he's on a good offense, but I, I'm not trusting him to the level of like, yeah, you got to put him in your flex. He needs to be in that lineup. It's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess if you want to bet on double zero at roulette, like it, it could hit. Right. It very well could not. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, like I said, I don't want to really start him. He's just not seeing the target share for me personally to trust him in lineups. Um, you start Pat Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, yep. Isaiah Pacheco, yep. Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams. They're all good yep. starts. You sit Aiden O'Connell, Michael Mayer, Jacoby Myers, all the other Chief, Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers. I want nothing to do with them Correct. in a general sense. So this one was easy. So all Yeah, right. that one was quick. This one's pretty easy, too. Uh, Cal yep. Shakir jumps in the flex-worthy conversation. I think we kind of answered this tonight already, too. Mm-hmm. I think he can. I think yeah. he absolutely can jump in the flex. play. This is a, a game, in my opinion, that could be and should be pretty high-scoring. Um He's he's clearly, you know, sort of become this uh, electric, you know, yak, yak, deep threat, like all these things that you want for fantasy players. It's like he's there. He's that guy. It's just, you know, he's he's probably going to be the third or fourth target on the offense any given week. And that's risky, but he can do a lot with four or five targets. He can he can make something happen. Great, great. Um, yeah, I, I believe that he, you can flex him. I think he's got upside flex play, but he's a risk, obviously. Um, you start Josh Allen. You start Jalen Hurts. You start Swift. You start A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Diggs, I think Davis is a good play, obviously. If you're starting Shakir, Davis is another big yeah. deep threat guy. Don yeah. Kincaid, obviously. You sit Latavius Murray. Uh, any steal, any Steelers? Uh, any Eagles tight ends, obviously. Julio Jones, all those people. I think we've kind of said James Cook. You know, he's okay. Yeah. He's an okay, fine play. It's a tough matchup, but he's okay. Yep. Uh, but again, I'm not thrilled to play him, but he's okay. Uh, next game, Ravens charge. This is a Sunday night game. A pretty decent Sunday night game. Do mm-hmm. we trust Isaiah Likely in lineups? Oh boy, we we talked about it yesterday. I don't think he. I, I don't match up. It's a great matchup. It's a great matchup. Um, I don't think the departure of Mark Andrews means that Isaiah Likely falls right into this that that role i think what it means is everybody's gonna get a little bump and so isaiah likely is probably gonna see four or five targets in a good matchup 
could pay off. Let's but, let's do the uh, the test. Logan Thomas yeah. or is he Logan, Logan Thomas. I would play Logan. Oh, he's Logan Thomas is playing the Cowboys. Uh, I still pick. I still pick Logan Thomas. All right. So um, you're looking at a high yeah. end tight end two with some upside, maybe. Yep. Yep. Exactly. High end tight end two is a perfect place for Isaiah Likely. I, I think he's a good add off the waiver wire. You know, because tight ends are abysmal. But right. at this point in the season, you probably have someone better. Like. You know, I'm for sure starting like Dalton Schultz, or I'm starting a yeah, lot of people yeah. over Isaiah Likely. Like th- again, this this narrative that he's a pure handcuff to Mark Andrews, I think, is a false narrative. I don't think he is a. I don't think he walks in and becomes Mark Andrews and demands nine targets. I, I just don't think that that exists. Yeah, I, I think you have the lower expectation, but hopefully you get a decent outing out of him. Good matchup, but don't expect Mark Andrews. That's all. No, expect a lay no, like, no. Isaiah likely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Starts Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Gus Edwards, uh, Keenan Allen, Zay Flowers. I'm sitting the Chargers tight ends. There's a carousel going around with them. Quentin Johnston. Nope. Sitting him this week. Um, Keaton Mitchell. That drop was so lineup? bad. Uh, Keaton Mitchell. Flex yeah. Player, not there yet. He's splitting work right now. It seems like he's very well involved. Oh, Keaton Mitchell. Um, Keaton Mitchell, what to do with Keaton Mitchell? I, I think he, you can play him. Um, obviously he is, he is a pretty sh- electric speedy hit a home run kind of back with the full, when you take into the account that there's no bye weeks this week, I think you probably have better options on your bench. You probably have other people yeah. you could play. Um, but he is very interesting. He is interesting to sort of watch and keep your eye on. Um, but the team feels pretty committed to Gus Edwards as much as they talked up Keaton Mitchell this past week and loved Keaton Mitchell. And, you know, Harbaugh was talking about how he's going to get Mitchell more involved, the same level of work that he had the week prior. It's just anytime they get down within the 10 yard line, it's Gus Edwards. So, um, you know, Keaton Mitchell in order for him to score, it would have to be from 30 yards out and, Hmm. you know, true. So I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm wary. I, I love the talent. I love the situation. I'm just Better wary. Bye weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bye week yeah. running back. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. it's there yet for the non buys. So I get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Odell, if he plays, is probably a decent flex play now. Sure. Rashad Bateman, I'm not there yet. But if Odell's out, I'm still probably not there yet. So, all yeah. right. Monday night football: Bears, Vikings. Joshua Dobbs or Justin Fields. That's so funny. I had this exact lineup decision in one of my with? dynasty leagues, and I went with Justin Fields. Um, okay, but I I could be uh, uh, you know I, I agree. Honestly, I think I'm. I could be tempted to change, but no, I I, I just think that Justin Fields, um, you know, is playing for his life. He's playing for his job. He's he ran for 100 yards last week. He's going to rush for probably 80 yards again this week. Um, I'm I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with riding Justin Fields. I think this Dobbs is a great story. And I love Josh Dobbs. Obviously, we talked about him. They're both good starts. They're both good starts. I just think there's a little bit more juice to squeeze with Justin Fields. So Mm -hmm. I have I have I, I have I had both of them in a super flex dynasty league. And I chose Fields as my QB two. 
I respect it. And again, I I have them both at starts. I just, you know, we wanted to come up with some question here. Yeah, I didn't like good question. Thing. So, yeah, but I'm going with Fields, too. I think his rushing upside is higher than Dobbs. Uh, DJ Moore, you start him again. Cole Komet, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson. You sit Roshan Johnson, uh, KJ Osborne, Darnell Mooney. Uh, I don't know if Deontay Foreman's playing this week, but if he does, probably going to sit him, too. Um, yeah. You start Justin Jefferson, but just I don't know what we're going to get out of him first game. You know, we haven't seen him with another quarterback. Uh, but you start them anyway, but just lower your expectation. I think personally, I just want to pe- put that out there for people. I'm lowering my expectation. Um, you prefer clear Herbert or Alexander Madison? Um, hmm, probably, probably on, probably Alexander Madison, maybe. Um, just because I think the, the RB one for the bears is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if, if, if if Deontay Foreman is out with this ankle injury, then I'd probably go Khalil Herbert um, because right. there'll be just more volume for him. But if if you have this three-headed, four-headed monster with Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Deontay Foreman, like, I, I, you know, I'm cool with not playing any of those guys. At least Alexander Madison, you're dealing with Ty Chandler and Alexander Madison. That's kind of it. And Ty Chandler will absolutely eat into Madison's work, but not to the level of, you know, Roshan and Foreman and Fields. And, and and that's the thing. You could get down into the red zone and then Fields just rushes it in. So Khalil Herbert could get 12 carries for 37 yards. And it's like, awesome. Thanks. Thanks for that. I get, I, I love all four points I just got from you. I respect it. I like it. Um, yeah, um, I'm probably going to choose Herbert personally here. Um, but I don't really like either one of them in this matchup this week here. Uh, overall, I just think Madison's going to split more and the Vikings do have a really tough run defense, but if Herbert's by himself, I, I, I trust him enough to play in this matchup. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, that's going to end our start and shit show for this week, guys. Start and sit, not start and shit start and sit <laughs> show this week, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we had a ton of questions, which we love as always here. Uh, John, is there anything you want to mention before we get going? Nope. Um, I saw a bunch of new faces in the chat. Really appreciate yeah. you all. Um, hit that subscribe button. It means the world to us. We're usually Monday, Thursdays. Uh, we're Monday, Tuesday because we got Thanksgiving. Um, follow us on Twitter. We will try and navigate and help you know any way you can. This is the time to you know sort of gear up, get ready for playoffs and. You know, if you're in any level of dynasty and you're kind of on the outside looking in, start looking at the waiver wire for, you know, deeper plays for next year. Make some trades, gear up, get get some value for next year. Don't stop being active just because you're out of it. So, um, you know, this is this is fun. This is important. This is just as important as week one, week two, week three is right now. I respect it. Yes, absolutely. And again, like I said, we thank you all for tuning in as always. You know, we do enjoy you guys chatting in here with us. Uh, obviously, we are, like like John said, we're here Monday and Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Central Eastern Time. I always want to say Central. 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We always go. Uh, again, we'll be back next Monday to talk week 13 here. And again, those who listen on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, who listen to us afterwards, we appreciate it. But definitely jump on the YouTube channel and chat with us see our faces and whatnot uh you know me john and coach jibs will always be here guys every monday and thursday and again 
enjoy your guys' Thanksgiving, have fun, spend time with loved ones and family yes. or friends, whoever, and enjoy some football this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of divisional games. So those usually end up being very good football games. So uh, we thank you guys all for listening. Tune in until next time, guys. The back is not far fetched. We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the Facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up, Jack. I'ma head back. Back to the blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. Go.